Dan's uncle showed me a nude photo of Dan's aunt that he keeps in his wallet. Aunt Nancy's? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite U.S.-based Letterkenny podcast, <laughs> Tiara. Yeah. How are you now? Oh, good you. <laughs> I always, I always got to show respect for my brothers over uh, brothers and sister up there in uh, up there in Canada way. Uh, the produce, the stand. produce stand. Uh, love we love guys. them. De- definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah, they are definitely degens, <laughs> just like a lot of us. So. Yeah, they're they're very excited about the fact that they're ahead of us now by a week because of our move. We we had to we didn't quite get in there at the same no, time. Not quite. Almost, but not quite. That's okay. That's All right. Okay. So a uh, little pre-showy stuff before we get going. Um did I say, did I say uh, how are you now? You did I say did. how are you now. All right then. Well, so <laughs> you then didn't we answer will, when we'll, I said good news. You know, I'm uh, I'm a bit, a bit disheveled. Yeah, so, a bit. Yeah. So anyway, uh, news this week: we are officially over four thousand followers on Twitter. Woo-hoo! So hoorah! Um, I want to let everybody know we also have a Discord, uh, part of the Podscare Podcast Network. You can find us on howareyounowpod.com/slash/discord. That'll take you right there. Uh, we are always. Uh, never not doing our uh, cosplay. So that's how are you now pod.com slash cosplay. If you want to join in there, uh, we have a phone number. Oh, and then the dogs are probably trying to get in there. Uh, we have a phone number. 304 <laughs> uh, uh Music today is uh, by our good friend, Elam McKnight. We are always looking for good independent bands to join us. So if you would like to, please send us an email at hosts at howareyounowpod.com. Uh, our Patreon is also still going. Uh, and I, we've had some folks. Give me a sec here. Do you want me to? Uh, it's okay. Just, I can I can cut. <laughs> so we're not broadcasting. So All right. He seems to have calmed down now. Shadow, <laughs> want to go for a walk? Well, there you go. You so, should. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, so our Patreon uh, is still going, and I, I meant to do it in the first episode, but I'm going to go ahead and do it here because uh, we did a lot of thank yous uh, for last season. So, mm-hmm. um, real quick, so Snippersaurus, Matt Shoemaker, Adrian Beck, Oliver, John Keeney, Trisha C. Roger Primo Jr., John Meacham, Aaron Schoen, Blaine Stewart, Jason Higby, Blue-Eyed Devil, Vegas Matt, Shane Winsma, I Like 3.14, a.k.a. The Pie Guy. Uh, I think his name is Anthony. Um, Shanna Sawatsky, awesome, anti-awesome, uh, Heidi, uh, Renee Encarnacion, and some guy named Dennis Guggen. What? Oh, Dennis. Who Happens to be our guest today. Dennis, huh, how are you now? Good, oh, not so bad. Or should I call you Googsy? No, we need to come. We need to. Please tell me you have a better nickname than that, please. Oh, sweet Chris, I've had a hundred nicknames. What's your favorite nickname that you've had? Mm, probably Akuma. Oh, okay, it's a Japanese word for uh, demon. Oh, okay, yeah, all right. It of, yeah, it, was, it was one of my uh, karate nicknames, like when I was a sport karate 
you know, competitor. Right on. One of my names, you know, it was the demon Dennis Guggen, <laughs> and, and some of the Japanese competitors would call me Akuma. That's cool. I dig that's a it. Good one. Yeah. yeah, that's much better right. than Googsy. Well, it's not, a, but it's not. A, <laughs> it's not a hockey nickname, though. Right. Right? I mean, Googsy, yeah. Googsy, Googsy, the closest I could come to a hockey nickname. Right. So <laughs> Googsy, I could go for it. I would prefer Goog. The but Goog. I hate it being called Googsy. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. God. Oh yeah. No, it'd have to be. It'd have to have the Z. The Googsy. Yeah, right. So yeah, the Googs, the Googsy. So yeah, when I when I was just talking, it just popped into my head. So I could not go for it. So uh, it's been a couple of years since we had you on uh, <laughs> Halloween of nineteen uh, of twenty nineteen nineteen eighty three. Say what? <laughs> I don't know how old you are, but I was fifteen. Uh, four. So <laughs> you said eighty three, right? Uh, eighty three. Yeah, four. Uh, yeah, I, I think I no. I was, so I was I was a freshman. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I'm the elder statesman of Letterkenny. Uh, <laughs> so, but let's remind, uh, if you could remind our uh, the, our listeners how how you found um, your how you found Letterkenny, uh, how you found us, et cetera, et cetera, and and tell everybody what you do and how to find you. Gotcha. Um, somewhere around the winter of 2018 the episodes of letter candy started to kind of filter their way onto hulu and i i put it in my watching queue but i was never really sure what the show was actually about all i saw was a bunch of rednecks hanging around in the back of a truck <laughs> so i really wasn't sure what to make of the show in and of itself at first so again that winter i, I kind of i found myself with some time because i was uh i had recently broken off an engagement so i had a lot of free time all of a sudden so i started power watching different shows and i thought oh this is a you know a folksy little canadian show and there must be something to it because at the time there were like six seasons so mm -hmm. i was like well you know i'll give that a shot so i started with episode one and as soon as i heard him say you know you come enough and meant for all of this i was all in <laughs> i see the muscle shirt came today muscles coming tomorrow that's <laughs> so uh and how did you find us? Uh, same way. Yeah. You know, it's like anything. When you get super into a show, you're like, who else? <laughs> nobody I knew had even heard of it. At the right. Time. Which is why so, we started this. At, you know, right. there was nothing then, out there. Yeah. When you really like something that people don't seem to know about, you start to proselytize. It's like, how doesn't everybody <laughs> I know know right? about this? So I sought out like minds and, yeah. you know, I, I found the podcast and I was a listener for a little while. and then. Dean noticed that I made Letter Kenny Funko Pop custom figures, and that's kind of the the crux of my business. Of the way that I kind of got into the Letter Kenny family is that you know again on that the watching weekend, and it was like the week before Christmas, between Christmas and New Year's, somewhere around there when I was really power watching the show. And as a customizer, every time that I look at something, I'm like, oh, this head would work for that character, <laughs> or this body would work for that. So I kind of started kit bashing and Frankensteining all these pieces to make some of the main cast. And the first set I made for myself, but uh, I posted a couple of pictures and people were like, holy crap, how do these not exist? You know, seriously. So I started making, you know, a handful for other people. And that's really how my customizing business kind of took off at the time. Right on. How do, how do folks find your customizing business? Uh, pretty much any social media platform you can find me at DG Pop Customs or Dennis Guggen Custom Pop. Some some of those search terms will get you. Yeah, 
And we've we've got a bunch of customs from you. Um, yeah, although right I've now got, they're not I, set up. I've got I've, we've got we've got our boondocks. I have to be wearing a. Boondocks. You are, yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean the the oh, <laughs> the, uh, the Friday uh, the stew. Yep. <laughs> The the ones you Jenna's did. rocking the uh, robot chicken. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, nobody's actually recognized that in like years. Oh, really? um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, uh, the ones you did of us from like early on. Yeah. Early. How are you now? Yeah. Um, they're they're in a window in the other room, um, and they're Loose. cute as fuck. But the the other ones we have not unpacked and gotten. They're, they're actually up, up in the box yeah, right up there. The box so. the box has been found. It's just not unpacked yet. Yeah, because yeah, we still need to send them off to uh, to Lindsay and mm-hmm. uh, MJ. They're but we're closer I'm, now. Yeah, we are a little bit. So yeah, Seattle to to Portland. So, and you're in. It's yeah, so like I said. You know, it's been two years since I've been on the show, but uh, like. I really haven't had a chance to miss you because I, you know, I listen to so many of the different Podsky or family, podcasts, <laughs> you know, right. I keep up, you know, I watch the live shows on Facebook and I listen to the podcast right on. and you know, I check in when I can and we, you know, run into each other at the produce stand too. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Them good guys over there. So we're all, we're all a family. <laughs> the, yes, we, we certainly are. Um, so yeah. Uh, Let's uh, get into last week. We yeah. uh, we uh, just a quick recap of episode one, King of Suckers, that we had with Auntie Awesome. Um, basically, it's a recap. Uh, it's essentially a recap of season nine, uh, the end of season nine, for the most part, uh, and about you know Long Dick Dirks and Bro Dude and how that, how Bro Dude and Indian Energy came together uh, to uh, to make uh, Let's Broed in. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah that uh, that was a fun episode. It was just you know kind of catching up to, from where we left off to where we are now, and now we kick into season ten, episode two, the deep dive of the dealership. So dealership. the dealership. So we open this episode, Katie and Wayne uh, sitting on a porch swing, uh, and uh, Katie is bringing the whole the the cold open this time. Uh, the subject of which is, well, it's about it's about Hick House. Mario now. Good you. Lots of bad. <laughs> I'm so bad. What's the frequency, Kenneth? Have you ever been to Dan's second cousin's house? Who, Garrett? No, Jarrett. Oh, yeah. yeah. I put a field car in their back pond one time and have not been welcomed back. Oh, sure you are, good buddies. <laughs> oh, boy, I'm, I'm good, good buddy. And why would that be, Wayne? <laughs> because Dan's second cousin's... <laughs> have the biggest hick house I have ever seen. Wait. I can beat it. No, you can't. Can too. And not. Can and will. And she <laughs> and she proceeds to. From there, uh, Wayne and Katie have a complete hick-off uh, where they compete about Dan's second cousin's uh, house uh, and uh, versus Derry's second cousin's house to see which one has the biggest hick house. The discussion of llamas, Planned Parenthood billboards, blood rings, Wall-licking dogs, toddlers drinking sodas, slanted floors, ensuite bathrooms, <laughs> nude photos of relatives, as played in our intro clip, cooking meth, DUIs, and driving school buses, and goat pin glory holes. So uh, you can't do much better than that for a cold open thing. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so then we have our intro music. We cut uh, back to out beside the barn where the uh, 
The Hick House discussion continues between Dan and Derry while they all sit at a picnic table. Wayne then walks up, gets a thermos from Rosie, turns around, she smacks his butt, and he walks off. We find that he's going to the uh, the local dealership in the city to help Marie Fred get a truck that she's been wanting but needs assistance because the dealers try to take advantage of the French. Uh, from there, the discussion turns to the Caesar-making competition at Modine's. From here, we get to the dealership. Uh, Wayne opens the door to let McMurray through, uh, where they are greeted by Marie Fred. Um, <laughs> uh, McMurray tries to uh, to <laughs> to give some affection to Marie Fred. And it's my favorite scene. She, in she this knows episode. better. Uh, they, <laughs> no, they no. A, so they, then they uh, have a quick discussion about the truck. She's looking out and how it specs out. Uh, Wayne and McMurray both look at each other and agree that they've got the situation sorted. Uh, back at Modine's, we see that there are four tables with different teams for the Caesar contest. Riley and Jonesy, Stuart and Roll, Rosie and Gail, and Katie, Derry, and Squirrely Dan uh, take the, each, each of those four tables. Bonnie McMurray gets the show rolling by introducing Jim Dickens, who both announces the rules and introduces the judges. The Caesar building competition may begin. Each team will present their Caesars with a breakdown of ingredients, and then... Upon completion of the presentation, spectators will be asked to raise their hands if they so desire the Caesar in question. From there, either I or one of my <laughs> merry gregarious auctioneer chums will tally the show of hands and compare the grand totals team by team come competition's end. Now let's meet the judges. Starting with this dog with two tails. <laughs> now this cushion-hearted, beguiling guy comes from Mount Hanoverway and remains proficient in the auctioneer in practice well into year 10 as a profession. It's Charlie Cuba Lawless, everybody. Hey. Now, how about this barrel of monkeys? <laughs> the whole barrel. Now, this frolicsome fellow's full of all the joys of spring. Coming to us this afternoon from Mount Seaforth Way and full of vim and vinegar, it's Derek Broadway Olsen, everybody. From here, I'll hand the floor over to your master of ceremonies, Miss Bonnie McMurray. Oh, Bonnie McMurray. <laughs> uh, Bonnie then completes the rules about the order of things for the contestants. One, state the base. Two, the booze. Three, the rimmer. The boosters. And then the garnish. The winners drink free. Bonnie then turns the floor over to her understudy because she will be competing and wants to drink for free. We find out that her understudy is Anique, uh, who walks out to a nice little French song uh and slow motion as one does when someone is unique uh <laughs> bonnie joins rosie at uh and gail uh bonnie joins rosie and gail at their table while things are getting started wayne texts rosie from the dealership to let her know how things are going anique starts the contest having the hicks go first their caesar for uh base is 100 clamato juice uh three ounces of vodka the rimmer is wet with lemon, uh, wet the rim with lemon juice, dusted with celery salt and, Montre and Montreal steak spice. The boosters are a dash of Tabasco, a dash of Worcestershire sauce, uh, a shot of pickle juice with the garnishes of a stick of celery, dill pickle, and a Slim Jim. Uh, from there, cue ball lawless takes over and uh, gives a head, uh, hands count of 15. From there, we cut back to the dealership where McMurray wants to see the dealer. Just then, she walks up. She greets Marie Fred. Her name is Lisa. Lisa introduces herself to McMurray and Wayne. 
She then suggests that Mary Fred should have taken the truck home to see if she likes it. Marie Fred explains. I don't want to risk an accident. I trust myself on the road. Don't trust others. Who can blame you? No one loves drunk driving like the French. So let's make sure this truck doesn't become Mary Fred's white whale. There's only one. (laughs) Uh, Lisa then calls her assistant, Charlotte, to take them back to her office while she goes to the back. After Lisa leaves, McMurray points out that Lisa is mirroring his body language in order to make him more uh, make him more comfortable. McMurray. He's McMurray. <laughs> Wayne then explains the puppy dog clothes where the dealer tries to get you to take the vehicle home and hope that you'll fall in love. Then we cut back to Modine's. The Caesar con- competition continues, this time with Riley and Jonesy, whose base is 50% Clamato and 50% Tomato. Uh, or clamato and tomato. tomato yeah. uh, three ounces of vodka as consistent in there. Uh, we are going to wet the rim with lime juice, dust it with celery salt and Montreal chicken spice. Our boosters are Frank's red hot sauce, 10 dashes of Worcestershire sauce, uh, a shot of dill pickle juice. Then the garnishes are a dill pickle or a plickle, uh, a plickled pepper and a plickled egg. Um, for protein. For protein. <laughs> At that point, Broadway Olson tallies the votes. Uh, then back to the dealership. McMurray checks Lisa's desktop background. It's her softball team. He, he says that he can tell that she is, uh, uh, tells him an awful lot and that, uh, she is no family man. But she <laughs> so, walks up so, as a woman. woman. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, or was I? <laughs> she, she explains. Uh, she exp- uh, yeah, she explains how the deal should go. Uh, as she does so, McMurray explains the jargon she's using to uh, uh, to Marie Fred. Uh, and Wayne is listening, of course. Uh, McMurray then resp- uh, responds to her in kind. Wayne jumps in to help uh, help make a deal for a remote starter and a hard tonneau cover. Lisa calls for Charlotte to go to the decision maker's office, tell her that she'd be there with a the deal soon. Then changes her mind, saying that she'll go herself. Cutting back to Modine's, the next group of the Caesar competition is the Skids. Their base, 50% Clamato juice, 50% V8. The booze, gin, beef eater, three ounces. Uh, we uh, wet the rim with soy sauce, dusted with celery salt and lemon pepper. Boosters are horseradish, lemon juice, and macarico piri-piri sauce. Uh, the garnishes are Baffin Island jumbo shrimp, Salt Spring Island Dungeness crab leg and a Prince Edward Island Malpec oyster. Everybody is thrilled by this. Uh, Jim Dickens then tallies the votes uh, while he's doing so. Wayne texts Rosie with news, extra news from the dealership. Uh, Dickens tally comes out to 15 votes. Back at the dealership, Lisa's returned. McMurray then suggests they go, uh, they get down to the price. Lisa wants the one on the sticker, 32.5. McMurray comes back with 29.5. They dicker and banter about the price. McMurray coming to 30, Lisa coming down to 32. Uh, he says he's holding firm as uh, Lisa goes to tell Marie Fred that she won't meet 30. Marie Fred says, Cash to you. Cash? Cash. Why didn't you say so? I thought you'd ask. If it's cash, I'll do 30 out the door. 29.5 out the door. 30 out the door, and I'll go see the decision maker right now. 29.5 out the door, and I'll go see the decision maker right now. Who can blame you? No one loves drunk driving like the French. Hmm. You didn't think I'd let that one go, did you? Maybe the decision maker agrees with me. Your assistant's been slipping into her French all day. Clearly a Quebecois accent. If she's a decision maker's niece, 
The decision maker most likely has some Quebecois in her too. Hmm. Charlotte! T'attends pas français, hein? Deal. 29.5. Didn't need you here, McMurkley. <laughs> if, if we ever do a, a TikTok, I totally would do that one. No, okay. Like, I don't, I've just found myself talking along with it because that was, an, I, I love that inter, that exchange. It was a good Marie Fred one. Yeah. Yeah. Marie Fred, I mean, yeah. Uh, and I kind of agree with Lisa on this. They didn't need McMurray there. She, I mean, she's got, she, once she, once she had her on the hook with the, with the clip, then she didn't need her. Uh, so anyway, back to Modine's, uh, Bonnie, Rosie, and Gail are the final team. They use 100% Clamato juice, their booze, vodka, two and a half ounces, along with a half ounce of moonshine. Uh, their rimmer, wit with Louisiana hot sauce, dust with Old Bay seasoning and Cajun spice. Boosters are slap ya mama hot sauce, spicy horseradish, 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 <laughs> spicy gill, uh, spicy gill, Jesus, spicy garlic, dill pickle juice. Uh, the garnishes are a jalapeno stuffed olives, spicy dill pickle, slab of black pepper habanero beef jerky. Mm. Anik at that point notices that all the hands in the place have gone up and declares the ladies the winner. But Dickens puts a hold on things. Hold it now. Hey now. Final tally is not yet official now. Caught now. Cube all olives. How many hands up or up currently? Looks like about 15. 15. How many hands are up when you tally the hicks? 50. 50. And uh, Broadway also, how many hands up up when you tally the hockey plays? 50. 50. Skids total tally also tally. 15. Making this a four-way tie. Fitting, 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 fitting. Well, everybody loves a Caesar, boys. Can't see a Caesar, not want a Caesar. That's actually how they market Caesars. Everyone gets a free Caesar. That sounds like a deal to me. Uh, (laughs) uh, At the end of the scene, Wayne uh, sends one final text to Rosie, letting him know that they're done and he'll be on his way. Back at the dealership, Wayne opens the door to go out, letting McMurray and Marie Fred out. Uh, He walks her to her new truck, opens her door for her. Long little pregnant pause, shakes her hand. She gets in. He shuts her door and immediately goes off. From there, we back at Modine's. Dan and Derry are still competing over the biggest hick house, but this time they're owning it. That they are that their family is the have the biggest hick house. Trying uh, and so yeah, it's uh <laughs> And getting kind of upset about yeah. it. So uh so from there we see uh out, out in the parking lot, uh Wayne is pulled up, Rosie walks out, and how are you now? I'm pertinent positive the smell of McBurry's breath has attached itself to the upholstery. Mm. Thanks for checking in. You're welcome. You all right? No reason not to trust you till you give me one, bud. Well, feel like dancing? Nah. Let's go home. All right. Then she uh, hops into the truck from his from his door, climbs over him, sits next to him. They dry off, drive off smiling. Fade to black. We're at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Uh, it was, you know, I, it was fun and it was deep at the same time, I think, uh, you know, they're, but they're, you know, the- they're definitely showing that I, I still, okay. I still firmly believe that the Marie Fred storyline has been changed dramatically from what they may have intended originally. Um, but you can see like at the end where, she, where he shuts the door and walks off and she just kind of is like, Oh, like, yeah, there, yeah, there was, there was more than just, you know, Oh, totally. Yeah. 
you could see that she knew she fucked up. Yeah. Oh, she yeah, she was like that the whole time, but like literally like like she was trying to flirt with him and, you know, giving him smiles and stuff and he never, you know, changed at all and at, at the end like she was probably kind of hoping that she could like hug him or something and then he stuck his hand out and so she's like <laughs> and shook his hand and then she got in the car and she still got this smile and then he shuts the door and her smile is just gone because he doesn't even like look at her yeah. as he walks away he's like looking where was she was on that one. yeah mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> yes. yeah it was cold oh <laughs> uh, yeah i mean it, you kind of feel bad for her oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely uh, she fucked I up <laughs> yeah well, i know well it's kind of like when when anika's walking out mm. and Derry is just staring at her and, and oh hello and and, and, and as is, as is katie yes <laughs> but dan the entire time is looking, looking at dairy at dairy saying, <laughs> like mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you, mm. and and they both they both tell him you know you can't you can't if she cheats there's no going back uh but they all decide but fuck she looks good <laughs> so it, i mean you can't deny it i mean she's well she's a pretty girl so <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, you got any any thoughts, theories about this this episode? Observations, Dennis? Holy smokes! I, you know, it's when they were talking about the hick houses. Like, I'm from Northern Michigan, so I've seen like, a ton of hick houses. I've seen a few, so, like <laughs> one or two. You know, it's, I'm, I'm from a village called Frederick with a population of around 1,200 people. Oh. So it's you know it's like my high school. Everybody knows everybody. Yeah, <laughs> totally. It's like. My high school class was 200 and it was enormous. Ah, so, yeah, that, and that's with, you know, three different, you know, counties. Oh, and, man, you know, that's because it's so small. That's there, smaller but, than the elementary school I worked at that was considered yeah. one of the smallest in the city. <laughs> but it's like, you know, my, my godparents, they didn't have indoor plumbing until 1987. Wow. So, that's yeah, when I was a little kid and I'd stay there on the weekends, I had to walk out to the outhouse. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> and, like I've known people with dirt floors in there, you know, like that there was a deep freeze in the back room and it was literally a dirt floor. My cousin had a room in his trailer that was for nothing but doing jailhouse tattoos. Uh, uh, okay. Like, I've been in people's houses where they just they had piss jugs there, oh. like lined up. Uh, that was their ensuite. Windows covered in bisqueen and duct tape, and you know, bee filled old beaters sitting in the yard with the you know tires are all flat. Oh, yeah. and, you know, like I wondered when they were talking about the subway wrappers, if, you know, is that because they're eating subway on the toilet or are they using the wrappers for wiping? Right, right. It's hard to say. I mean, it could be both. Or the closet. <laughs> is the closet also a garbage can? Maybe. Hopefully. I don't know. I mean, no, not to disparage subway, but. <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, it was an emergency. You know, the the em- store that, that your son situation. works for, yeah. the, the, the company your son works for, maybe we don't sure. disparage them at all. I'm not disparaging them. I'm not disparaging. Mm-hmm. No. Extra paper. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, maybe you get a bad uh, something. Or by the time they got God around, maybe by the time they got around to eating it, it was it had gone bad. Oh, <laughs> There's no telling. But yeah, so now, and I brought this up to Tiara, and and I'm kind of curious because it it was brought up twice by Rosie, Mm, and because this is also a Marie Fred episode, no reason to not trust him unless he gives me one, which, I mean, I've never heard anything. This is the first time I even have had a thought that Wayne might even possibly cheat. Um, So I just found that very interesting that this 
episode came up like that or this the 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 uh, dialogue came up like that i am going to uh kind of go a little opposite than that i think that he was hurt so much by marie fred that he wanted to make sure that rosie absolutely knew that she had nothing to worry about like like yeah. i don't i don't wayne doesn't seem like he will ever be a cheater to me it just yeah. does not seem like it's going to happen no. true so and if it were he would say I'm done. Yeah. I'm moving on. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and that's kind of how, you know, and things ended with Rosie when he got with Tannis. Right. Um, so yeah, it's uh yeah, so I could see that. Yeah. Um, because yeah, I check it sounds in, to me like in. he has the trauma. I mean, he even he signs his name. Which by the way is just <laughs> the most endearing thing. I don't okay. know why. And then she did it at the end. <laughs> she did do it at the end because yeah, yeah. she understands that for him that was just, you she, know, that was something that she was McMarin. She was McMarin. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, it enforces my theory that Loki so is like, I'm playing this character autistic, but I'm not gonna like tell people I'm doing it because like finding a partner who mirrors you and things that make you comfortable is really fucking important. Like <laughs> he's over there smiling because he knows Enormous. exactly what I mean. <laughs> so anyway, sorry. <laughs> My mom does that, you know, like with, with texting, every text is, you know, you know, uh, hope you had a nice weekend. Love mom. You know, it's like, everything is love mom. <laughs> uh, it's like, yeah, it's like, well, we don't write letters anymore. Right. <laughs> True story. Sincerely. Yeah. I, I hope this text finds you well. <laughs> it's like the office, the office emails. Um, so any thoughts on, on the, uh, the different, on the different Caesars? Oh man. You know, it's like they said, really none of them sounded bad. They, they I, all sounded I, I'm fantastic. not even a drinker and I'd try all of yeah, them. Yeah, same. Yeah, I, I I I drink probably twice a year, usually once on Tr's birthday, once on mine. Unless uh, it's like a really good margarita, and he doesn't have to drive for like two days. Adult slushies, adult, <laughs> adult slushies are great. Yeah, I, I, I do I do like I do like a Bloody Mary. I have yet to have a Caesar, so I would I would probably try one for sure. Uh, and but yeah, yeah I'd never heard of a Caesar until this. Episode. Oh no, I'd, I'd heard about oh, it. You know, as they were describing yeah. them, I'm like, oh, it just sounds like a fancy Bloody Mary. Yeah. But. It's it's uh, a lot well, of Americans might think of it that way. Let's do, yeah, it's a cl- it's <laughs> clamato. Fancy. Yeah. It's clamato ju- clamato juice, which is clam right. which clam is terrifying. juice with tomato juice in it. And that right there is what means I yeah. will never have one. Because no, thank you. Like I don't like tomato yeah. juice that mm. much. Like, but you could probably talk me into a Bloody Mary if I've got a hangover and like need some gross. Wow. Um, so which if, doesn't happen as much anymore now that I don't really drink. But anyway, <laughs> so if you if you were forced to drink one of these, right? Which one, that's which one. Which one would you prefer? The the first time we watched this, literally, or oh, it was after when we were talking about it. You had a list of all the ones. We went through it, and mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just gonna imagine there's no clamato juice, and <laughs> which one. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like the most appetizing. Um, I know I'm trying to remember. So uh, I'll go through it real quick. Okay. So the Hicks, uh, all Clamato juice, vodka. Uh, then you got their. Oh, I remember. The Rimmers, yeah. the Shab- uh, Tabasco, Worcestershire, Worcester sauces, Katie called it. <laughs> Shot up pickle juice, uh, stick of celery, dill pickle, Slim Jim. That's the Hicks. Mm-hmm. The Riley and Jonesy, Clamato tomato, vodka, uh, wet with lime juice instead of lemon. Said celery salt, Montreal chicken spice. So they're very similar. Um, uh, pickled egg, pickled pepper, and pickle. 
<laughs> and uh Plickled, yes, Plickled. exactly. Um, <laughs> and then the skids, 50% Clamato, 50% V8. Gin instead of vodka. Beef uh, eater. <laughs> he, said it, he said it like um, Maya, Maya Rudolph as the <laughs> bubble bath. Beef eater. Beef eater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the hormone monster. Hormone monster, thank you. Uh, so, yeah, so gin and then soy sauce, dust with celery, salt, lemon, pepper, Horseradish, lemon juice, macarico, piri piri sauce. I love, they, they got shout outs to lots of Baffin Island, Jumbo sh- Cocktail Shrimp, Salt Spring Island, Dungeness Crab Leg, Prince Edward Island, Malpec Oyster. Uh, then let's see. Shout out to PEI family. PEI. Uh, Bonnie Rosie Gale, uh, Clamato, Vodka, and Moonshine. Uh, Louisiana hot sauce, dust with Old Bay seasoning, Cajun spice, slap your mama hot sauce, spicy horseradish, spicy garlic dill pickle juice, garnished with jalapeno stuffed olives, uh, spicy dill pickle, and a slab of black pepper habanero beef jerky. Yeah, so just like Jesus. If I could like ignore the pickle and the clam, (laughs) for me it would be the ladies or the hicks. All right. Like, cause the moonshine for me, like, I'm, I'm curious about how that would change it. Oh. And then a Slim Jim. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. a Slim Jim. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just love that he's like, oh, I know a Slim Jim. And Jim Dickens is like, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you old dog. This is so, f- oh my God. I love that. Yeah. He's him. So- he- Funny. He's punching, and I love how drunk they were at the right? end. Right? <laughs> and it's got to be right because how like, many hands up were up? Yeah, how many hands up were up? <laughs> when, yeah, how many hands up were up when you tallied the hicks? Fitting, 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 fifteen, fitting, forty time. God, he he was so good. That was fantastic. Uh, you know, I've got a, I have I have a thought. You know. You know, Tom Cruise, his height is listed as like five seven, which I'm sure his people have put out on the internet somewhere. And he's and and uh oh my god. Now I can't remember his name, the guy who plays Jim Dickens. It's based on me. But anyway, Alex McCoy. There you go. Uh I think he's listed at six seven or something like that. He's he's gotta be six eight. As, yeah. Six nine. So, maybe, so maybe. I, I have a feeling he, yeah, that, but he's he's probably actually seven. <laughs> And no, I think he no. has, I think he's listed at six, seven on the opposite end. So he's not seen as too tall. That seems like a very Canadian thing. Like I asked, yeah. they, they hardly put any information out about Canadian actors, but when you have one like that, that makes total sense. Yeah. Oh, put, put six, seven. So uh, nobody gets intimidated. <laughs> I don't want to see you too tall. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and you know, I, and what's and I, another shout out to produce Stan who, Got to interview Alex. Uh, so jealous, and, and his but his voice <laughs> is definitely not anything like <laughs> like you hear him as as Jim Dickens, which is which is impressive because he he falls into that voice so mm-hmm. seamlessly. So from his natural voice, which is really not like that at all. So so thoughts on that. I, I have I have a whole laundry okay. list of stuff. Here. Well, pitter patter. <laughs> okay, we're going we go in order. Okay, so this okay. I mean, I I, I had to ask you to make sure I had this straight. When sure. first, so sure. there's a llama named Cody, mm-hmm. named after Cody, who is Dan's little cousin, 
who is on the spectrum, who has a son named Cody Jr. Yep. Right? Okay. Yep. Okay. That's, that's, so that's the way I heard it. We know that Cody Jr. is a toddler. <laughs> <sighs> How old is Cody? Because they referred to Cody as a kid up until they said Cody Jr., and then I was like, um. well, I mean, because I mean, it depends. Which absolutely how, could be like a high schooler, I guess. Well, it also could be, you know, how, how long has this relationship gone on? Mm, so, I mean, yeah. they, I mean, if 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 we refer to little Kenny as canon, they've all been friends since elementary, preschool, even. Yeah. If, so yeah, that's little Kenny elementary. So yeah, yeah. So it's quite possible that over the time, over the years, you know, Cody has grown grown up. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All, All right. right. That. Okay. I mean, that's because like they referred to him as a kid. <laughs> the, the kids playing on on the ice in the back room or whatever, the and black ice, the black ice in the back room, <laughs> and, and and I was just like, did, did they just say a kid had a kid? Because I really can't handle that right now. Like I know that happens, and I know that's real, but can we not? <laughs> Sixteen um, and pregnant in Letterkenny. <laughs> right. <laughs> Um, okay. I'm, I, I actually am super serious about this. I need to look up how many is too many DUIs to drive a truck and how many is too many to drive a school bus because I'm on, like, honestly, I feel like to drive a truck, it would be one and to drive a school bus. It's like, what town are you in? So <laughs> You think that would be a no, no. <laughs> In most I, cases, you'd think, yeah. yeah. I, 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 yeah, I don't I guess, know. I mean, it's, I've met some really amazing school bus drivers in my years, but I've also met some really fucking terrible ones who, <laughs> but, like, I was like, know. should I ride home with this kid to make sure this kid gets home? I mean, it could be that, you know, that there's only 5,000 people in Letterkenny. <laughs> True story. True story. Okay. Okay, when um, at the beginning, when Wayne is going to go talk to Marie Fred, Derry gets really upset because he didn't know that Marie Fred had showed up a month ago. Like, <laughs> I mean, okay. Well, he just, yeah, he just hung inside with Dan. But like everybody else knew about it, they just didn't talk about it. Derry's yeah. the only one who didn't know about it. And he was upset because, like, not, not just that nobody, t- but like Wayne didn't tell him about it. So, like, why didn't Wayne tell me? <laughs> Everyone else is like, I don't know. He told me. <laughs> so, well, that, and he was, he was also upset that he, he nobody dickers better than me. <laughs> right, he, right. He's, and Dan's like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, yes. Um, okay, the the Marie Fred uh, McMurray interaction mm-hmm. um, when they first get to the dealership is mm-hmm. just like so great. There was <laughs> no, 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 no. She's she's just like no, no. <laughs> Her hands are out. She's like, you are not gonna touch me. And then she's like, yeah, how are you now? Good and you? Uh huh. Yeah. And Wayne's just looking at the ceiling like, uh, okay, it's done. <laughs> like I, when things get awkward in front of me, I totally do that. I'm like, I'm not paying attention to what's happening right now. <laughs> But yeah, the, look the floor. Yeah, but then, right. but then they get down to talking about the deal, and I and the the thing that I love. Is, yes, <laughs> you have this as well. The mm-hmm. when Wayne bends over at the waist, tucks his hands in, and then comes back up. To he's like <laughs> he's getting into character. Right. Like, but also, did you notice that Marie Fred struck a power pose? Yeah, it's the Wonder Woman pose, right. and it does not look so great when she did. She looks so <laughs> awkward. Like, and maybe it's just because I. I think her feet were turned in a little bit in that pose and it just made it mm. off kilter a little for me. <laughs> Could be. Mm. But I just thought it was it was really cute that 
you know, Wayne kind of did that big build up into this. I'm ready to talk to the to the dealer. <laughs> right. And then McMurray's like, oh, yeah, me too. And and she's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're you're very cute, well, Ray Fred. But you are not well, intimidating I, in any way. <laughs> well, I wonder if they tried to have her do the arms crossed first. And the, no, that doesn't work. That, that, looks, that, looks, <laughs> that doesn't look right. Just can't get her arms over. <laughs> Your arms are too skinny, girl. <laughs> Um, I, I like the first time I, I watched through the episode, I was a little confused as to, you know, jumping forward a little bit, how, how Marie Fred thought to record when the dealer lady was like talking shit about the French. But then I like watching it on, on other ones. She's like, eh, it likes to take swipes of the French. And I'm like, oh, oh, she knew this was going to happen. Okay. 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 <laughs> So I like that it was so, it was like a throwaway line the first time I heard it. It mm-hmm. didn't register at all. Yeah. Because um, it was just like in the middle of a bunch of things that she was saying when they were going back and forth. So I, I love stuff like that where it's really minor, but tells you the reveal ahead of time, basically. Right. So I wanted to bring that up. And by the way, Charlotte was fucking adorable. Oh my God. <laughs> So cute <laughs> with her little pixie cut, and yeah, she's just and that's really that's another thing I didn't notice until the second time watching it through. It's how many times she did slip into a little bit of French, and I was like, oh, I just remembered that the one time when she was like, we, <laughs> I mean, what, what, what? Um, uh, this is the first one where where uh, Dickskin does not uh, um, cha- uh, correct. Right. Because he wasn't paying attention when Bonnie said Jim Dickens. And she's like, Dick Skin. He's like, Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> he was having too much fun fun with cue ball and with Broadway. His bros. Broadway. <laughs> I, oh my God. I, yeah, that, I, <laughs> I, I would have had the same face as, uh, as Rolled, basically. <laughs> Like, I, it, that was awesome. it was like, what the fuck am I watching here? Yeah. <laughs> but also laughing my ass off because I'm probably high watching it. <laughs> so, like, but I, I have met people who act like that, surprisingly, to no one. Hmm. Anyway, um, do we think Anik is flirting with Derry? Or is she just like, she knows that she can get a rise out of him by like giving him the eye when she talks to him? I think what see she didn't even have to say anything to him. No, she, right. Hey Daryl, I was like, really? Right. Just saying hello to him individually <laughs> out of everybody. Like, Derry's gonna take that as flirting and she knows it. So That's was she flirting? <laughs> <laughs> and then she tells him she's gonna be in town for a while. Sex, 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 sex. Yeah. An honorable mention to Rold's faces. Oh my God. He makes a good one. walked out and he just goes, yeah. <laughs> Right. Everybody else is like, oh, she's gorgeous. And he's like, really? Yeah. And actually, that's kind of me too. Yeah. <laughs> so I think she's very pretty, but she's so skinny. And like, this is the first time I could really see just like, I don't know. I'm. I'm I'm not I'm not no skinny girl. She's definitely no <laughs> she's definitely no thickless cage. <laughs> That that thing's gonna haunt me. That that was that's terrible. Go look up Thickelus Cage. Seriously, <laughs> it's a real thing. Um, and sorry, not sorry. 
Um, favorite uh, favorite comeback to McMurray was McMansplainer. <laughs> McMansplain. I feel like I need to call him that from now on. Um, he's not a piece of shit. He's just McMansplainer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love the uh, just as the auctioneers are getting drunker. They, like literally to me, it looked like me and my friends sitting around drinking beers and smoking weed and just giggling all until those, we fall off our chairs. All those empty pint glasses. <laughs> right. So you're talking about four, 12 ounces of booze, of hard booze, right? Four times three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and some of those ounces, well, well, half of that ounce is moonshine. <laughs> and the rest is pretty much vodka. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. No, uh, beef eater. Beef eater so, gin. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, mixing gin with pretty much anything. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of which, there was something. There was a yeah. There was somebody on Reddit. Uh, I think it was Reddit. Um, actually made all of these. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> and apparently, the skids, even though it sounds amazing, was the worst. <laughs> it was just. It sounded the most interesting, mm-hmm. like the most like oh that's that could be really clever, but yeah yeah it's prob- it's probably the gin. I can't, I can't, I, I, I'm not a gin fan. I've only ever had gin once, and that was in a martini. Uh, and that was the only time I've ever had a martini. And I was like, eh, yeah, not my favorite. Gin was my grandfather's drink of choice. Ugh. Ugh. Even this thing. <laughs> like my, I, I had a good friend who also was a big gin drinker. And um, like it, it to me, it was like, are you licking a pine cone? Like, <laughs> And, and for that friend, you know, genuinely, that was pretty much the appeal. But like, I don't understand how that's a classy drink. Yeah. <laughs> that that's worse than moonshine to me. Well, I think it comes from the like 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 Anik was saying, it's British. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and you know the the British are considered to be the posh ones, so. which is why my grandfather drank it because he liked to to think about how British he was as a as a capitalistic Canadian. Ah, all right. And who then, wanted you to be a lawyer? Who wanted me to be a doctor or a lawyer and was willing to pay for school as long as I did one of those two things? Well, he'd buy me a Beamer afterward, you know. And I was like, cool, I don't want to ever drive and I don't want to be a doctor and I definitely don't want to be a lawyer. No offense, lawyers. Some offense to some lawyers. Uh, <laughs> no offense to lawyers, I know. But yeah, no, that, that, when I wanted to be a teacher when I was a kid and according to my grandfather, nobody in his family would dare be a teacher because you don't get paid as a teacher. I'm like, well, obviously I'm doing it for the money. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was a bad capitalist. I was, I was kicked out of that family. Basically. Well, kind of, I mean, I, I wasn't girly enough either. They didn't like the whole, like, I don't have a gender thing. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, anything, anything that's considered an art, <laughs> you know, I mean, right. like, I'm sure, I'm sure you could probably, Dennis, go into full-time business making your Funko Pops uh, yeah. if, if you, if you so wanted, but I'm sure it probably doesn't make a lot of money. Uh, and, and uh-huh. you put, and you put a lot of time and effort and, and spending mm-hmm. into, <laughs> into that. So. So yeah, <laughs> so I understand. I mean, same way, same way with me and podcast stuff. So it's although it's, technically you are like well, going to school, hoping to yeah. So yeah, I've I've, I've started I've started a podcast podcast engineering school. Um, 
nice. which is a course that's lasting seven weeks and working with a guy who, uh, Chris Curran, uh, who worked with a lot of big podcasts as well as a lot of big musical artists. So, uh, and uh, I w- I've gone to the first class. It's been fun so far. So I'm his homework is more fun than mine. <laughs> I get to listen to music and, <laughs> <tell us. laughs> and like and I'm in I'm in the other room, like having to read like four chapters on prenatal, you know, things that could could damage the 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 baby prenatal. And I'm like, this is all stuff I learned in commercials when I was a kid. Um, <laughs> and he's in here listening to the Beatles and mm-hmm. Beatles. <laughs> like, and God damn it, Bjork. 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 <laughs> but anyway, um, so my last uh, kind of question theory about future: um, Will Marie Fred keep coming back trying to get Wayne? Will she keep trying to uh, I, I keep herself in his life? I I don't know if Marie Fred. So, oh, sorry, sorry, I just noticed. So the question, Dennis, uh, is: um, Will Marie Fred keep coming back into Wayne's life, or like? Will she keep I think she's going to take the I mean, at least not to expect anything more between the two of them. But I, I do think that she really does genuinely like Wayne and the rest of the Hicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why she keeps, I think that's part of the reason she keeps coming back. She feels like, I feel, she feels like she owes because of what she did for sure. Um, but I think even though she does feel like she owes it, that's not really a bad thing for her. So it's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this because I do like them and I owe them. So, um, but she doesn't, I mean, she walked into Modine's at the end of, uh, episode one. Mm-hmm. So, but we don't see her interacting with anybody else, just the, the car related stuff. So, yeah. um, the walking to Modine's at the end of season one would have been the second time that she showed up at Modine's. Uh, probably other people saw her at that point and that's where maybe they found out. Yeah. So yeah, she, so she showed up at the end of nine to, to talk about schlong dick jerks. Well, that wasn't (laughs) she, right. That was at the end of eight. Oh, at the end of eight. Right. Yeah. That was at the end of eight and the end of nine, she showed up and it was left ambiguous, Right. but then we had COVID. So yeah, like I, I had, I had a theory that, that, yeah, I had a theory that, Mm -hmm that that was intended to be the start of some storyline that they dropped. And that's why they did the dealership thing. Mm-hmm. Cause it was almost, I, I liked the episode. I liked the, um, the way that they wrote it. And, and it feels like to me, she's like, I'm just trying desperately to keep the connection like, and stay in his life somehow, even if it's just as this, like at a distance friend. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, but I, I don't necessarily think that was how the writers intended it when they first started writing that. Could, yeah. Could yeah well, that's it out for that long. You know, I'm sure people's availability schedules right. changed drastically. Yeah. I don't doubt that at all. Yeah. Yeah. When, yeah. When everybody's locked down and yeah. So it's, yeah. And then we kind of talked about that last mm-hmm. episode about, you know, how, how different did 10 turn out because of the height. And so that's it, kind yeah. of interesting. So, yeah, I may, we'll have to bring that up with Trevor. Yeah, <laughs> when he comes on. Well, if even like he if he, he if spent he... so much time away from them too. Mm-hmm. Like like you said, he didn't write any of the episodes this year, this season. He just punched up stuff, and yeah. and you know probably the stuff that is making you laugh uproariously was Trevor. But like he didn't like some of them were able to spend time together during 
you know, together apart during yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. And a few of them like were constantly talking to each other, like uh um uh Tyler and uh Evan. Evan were constantly, you know, even like live streaming together, just yep. like hanging out with each other, but like letting other people watch and sh- like so a lot of them were definitely like keeping in contact, but it definitely seemed like Trevor was on the other side of the world. Yeah. Which true. he was. Very so. true. <laughs> with, with his Russian nesting doll girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You open one girlfriend up and you have another one inside. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. You have a, you have other thoughts there, Dennis, on this episode? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. You know, there were some questions that were raised with the kind of the selling style of Lisa. I wasn't sure where some of that came from, why you would be so confrontational with potential customers. I mean, Mm. I realize it's a, you know, it's a comedy TV show. It's not a documentary, but (laughs) yeah, it doesn't seem to be the, uh, the best way to approach uh, trying to get a sale. (laughs) Well, it's, it, it, it definitely seemed like um, she wasn't she wasn't overtly hostile toward Marie Fred. It was more like she probably didn't even know she was making those rather racist, underhanded, you know, swipes at the French. It was just something that she does because, you know, that's that's her life and the people around her do the same thing and they don't even notice that it's something that bothers people. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, just just because you seem doesn't, doesn't mean you're not being mean. Right, right, exactly. Um. Like, I feel like she was like, no, no, this is my customer and you brought this guy. So I'm going to be mean to this dude. This guy's at least being somewhat respectful. But this dude, no, I'm going to keep calling him fucking names because he's just (laughs) trying to do the same thing to me. And without, you know, being. Yeah. Anyway, like I felt she fought McMurray with McMurray and with (laughs) Wayne. She wasn't disrespectful to him, but she didn't really like pay too much attention to him other than like, yeah, yeah, I get it. You're here to, to, you know, try and knock the price down. Yeah. So right. she knew what was going on. Yeah. So like I think but, that the 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 whole like French or uh, what's the French like drink driving drunk or something like that. Like I feel like that was no probably one likes drunk some, driving like the French. Right? <laughs> but it it feels like to me, um uh, as uh most of my family being from BC, when one of them is making fun of someone from Alberta. You know, it's like that kind of thing without even like realizing they're making those stupid jokes because that's just something that they do. So when you don't have a dog in the fight, right? You're just like, really? These right. things exist. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. I uh, I and I and the way that they they made made her up, Lisa, yeah. uh, was so perfect for her character. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and severe, also, yeah. So so very slicked back, po- tight high tight ponytail. Well, not in a high high tight, but. Yeah. But like the hair was like yeah. it, it was it and wasn't flowing naturally no. in any way. It was right. all very structured. And and her like her lip liner is very precise mm-hmm. and thin and all that stuff. And the so, color blocking on the clothes yep. and yeah. The whole look is just kind of this uptight. Yeah. It's just uptight, but also like thinks the world of herself <laughs> kind of. Right. Like her softball team. Why play if you can't win? Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so. That's it. That's all it's about is I, I, I play because I win. So. And how, how different is that from her character in the expanse Yeah, where she's playing like a reporter trying to like, like, have you seen the expanse? 
Nope. Oh, she. I've been meaning to because you guys talk about it a lot. And I've heard there's other so people many Letterkenny like, people on it. To it's really oh, good. Yeah. Very well written. We um, haven't actually. The last season is out now. We have yeah. not watched it. Yeah, but, they the the final season, season uh, is is up and yeah. yeah. But yeah, a lot of Letterkenny people are on that throughout yep. that that yep. series. That's cool. So, but Highly her written. particular character was like um like a a hard copy type newspaper reporter, but like, you know, she's trying to film stuff and like get the story of these people that are like super famous. But right. also she thinks that they're not as like, she thinks something is going on. And so she keeps getting herself in trouble and other people in trouble. Basically. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> yeah. Very TMZ esque, yeah. you know, type reporting, you know, trying to get the scoop before but like in else space, in, yeah. <laughs> the scoop in space. <laughs> But while all the other stuff is going on, like it's, it, it, it turns into like political intrigue basically. Um, so that's Very cool. true. Very true. But yeah, probably, probably one of the better, most well-written sci-fi. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. Any other thoughts, theories, trivia, things like that? Got anything Dennis? Pretty much all I got. All right. So, good. In that case. All right, we're gonna do a little fuck fight Ferta. As uh, as you know, it's our version of fuck Mary kill. We don't like to uh, kill anybody, and uh, nobody really gets married in Letterkenny, so except for the McMurrays, and that's about it. Uh, so, uh, so for this uh, this episode uh, only, we're gonna go through the characters, and we'll say if we're gonna fuck fight or they're going to be our buddy and we'll say Ferda. So, Ferda. So, we're going to start off with Wayne. Dennis. Ferda Wayne. I mean, it, he'd be a good dude to have uh, at your side if you're negotiating or having a scrub. Can confirm. Yeah, Ferda. Ferda. All right. Like I was saying before, he is, like, to me, I feel like he is, you know, the wounded walking right now and, and he <laughs> I'm I'm hoping it goes that way. I really hope that your theory is not true and that mine is. Oh, I do too. I want I don't want him to be like heartbroken <laughs> and like you know having these new walls and barriers that he has created. But it's also kind of endearing too because he wants to make sure that she doesn't feel the way that he did. Right. You know. Yeah. So anyway. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Checking it. Yeah. Dairy. Dennis. I mean, it's like if I'm judging it by this episode, he didn't really have a hell of a lot to do yeah. besides, you know, complain about that he didn't get to go and yeah. flirt with Anik. Yeah. Rimmer, I just met her. Right. Okay, that was that was a good that was a good one. That was a good one. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm saying Ferd on that one though. All right, all right, Miss Katie, Dennis. All the way live. Uh, or is that a, is that a fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I did it. All right. You know, um, this is going to sound so superficial. Uh, I wasn't a fan of the overplumped lip thing that um, most of the ladies on the show are doing this, are sporting this year. Mm. Um, but there was something about the way she did her makeup today that, like, mm. or in, in especially in that opening, yeah. when she's sitting there, it was like probably the first time I was like, she. I can see it. I can see it. Yeah. I can. Oh yeah. I can. Yeah. She. I did. I did notice a bit. A bit more makeup than what is. Yeah. Norm, seems to be normal. Which I don't. Um, you know. Again, I'm not. Hmm. I don't care that much usually. But and she's way too skinny for me in real life. But um. 
Mm, need somebody about, I, I can't break. Yeah, that's <laughs> really yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna pretend I'm not Demi and say fuck. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> well, you've known her for ten seasons. I have known her for ten seasons. Now you're right. Just like my friends back in college used to say, I needed to know him for three months before uh, a one night stand. Uh, <laughs> squirrely dance. Squirrely dance. Yes. Ferda. Ferda. All right. Ferda. He's being a good friend, staring at Derry and making sure he doesn't do something stupid. All right. I've got a lot of Hicks as second cousins. So <laughs> what he's talking about is a hand throwing down all the pussy not dropping the gloves. <laughs> Um, uh, Bonnie McMurray. Ooh-wee. This, you know, it's like in previous seasons, I was like, you know, she looks like a grown up now. She's a pretty girl, but yeah, exactly. yeah, you know, yeah, she's, and, yeah, she's definitely grown. The pain, the pain, I mean, the pain is starting to like an adult in this. Yes, season, yeah, she so. does. She, yeah, she, feels, she doesn't look like a little sister she, in this she, one, quote unquote, feels like a woman. You know, damn, right. feel like a woman. <laughs> so, are we fucking her or, uh, or what? Our, uh... Yeah, I, she's she's the right age. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 more appropriate. Uh, all right, T. Ferda, Ferda. Uh, yeah, when she's a, basically a year older than my daughter. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So, <laughs> God, when you see her in that Shark Tank episode, that seems like ten years ago. Right. <laughs> Yeah, God, Jesus. I mean, shit, it feels like that with Natalie, too, though. Yep. <laughs> uh, Riley and Jonesy, I think, because they are one person. Ferda. <laughs> Ferda. All right. Sturt. I actually met Dylan. He's a, he's a really cool dude. Is he? Good. Nope. Good. Um, I think in this episode, wouldn't uh, Stuart and Roldy go together? Because they were... Well, honestly, essentially the same character in this. They were just they well, were the honestly, skids. I mean, because I, I, I honestly contemplated leaving Rold out because he really didn't say much. No, that's what I was thinking. Like the two of them together, because Roldy had faces that he would make, and mm-hmm. like together they would make funny faces and yeah. stuff. So, like I feel like they were one thing in this one. That's fine. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Still saying for that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, fi- I figured so. Yeah. All right. For uh, for you too, Dennis. Although I I do I do want to kiss Roldy for having the exact same faces that I had during this episode. <laughs> uh, they made the most of the screens. Oh yeah, which, it wasn't much, but yeah, it worked. Hell yeah, yeah. I think maybe Roll had to fill in for co- the the Connor Darian faces that always happen right in, in the background. Um, Gaylor, Dennis. Erda, <laughs> she's she's too much for me. She would she she would intimidate me. Yeah, that's what I'm about. <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, I'm gonna say Ferda, but her talking about moonshine is what made me want to try the moonshine. So, <laughs> all right then, <laughs> Anik, Dennis, roll <laughs> <laughs> All right, T. Ferda, Ferda. All right, uh. McMansplain. Dennis? Ferda. I was so glad to see McMurray in this episode. <laughs> I was like, good. You know, he, he's going to have a little screen yeah. time because I was going to get 
I have to say, I mean, there were a few cringe moments, but it was probably the least McMurray episode that we've had. There's so much snatch. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, talking about her not wearing a bra. And, I wasn't you know. sure until she leaned over. That woman is not wearing a bra. <laughs> There's McMurray. <laughs> right. So, like, there were little pieces, but he wasn't as revolting as no. usual. So, I'm going to say Ferda. Okay. Okay. All right. Even with the mansplaining, the McMansplaining, the McMurrin. All right. How about Lisa? Dennis? Oh, uh, like Wayne said in Valentine's Day, this one's too hard. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,. Were you fighting her? I, I would fight her. I would not get along with that girl. <laughs> All right. T? Uh, <laughs> what, what, I've, what popped into my head thinking about this was like that stereotypical girl fight turns into sex. Mm. <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like I want to grab her ponytail. <laughs> and just pit her against the wall <laughs> and hate fuck her. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Is that where you are? All right. I think so. Because that's I think you know, so. Because when I was when I because when I, as I was watching it because I was think I think about these things. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I, I don't I don't like her, but it, I would probably just have to hate fuck her, you know, just <laughs> and then leave. Never had and that experience just, before in real life. Leave. I could yeah. totally like just don't don't just don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Charlotte. Dennis, Charlotte. Uh, Charlotte. I'd give her a shot. She was cute. She's and adorable. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. She was very cute. And she was working super hard despite that bitch being mean to her. <laughs> um, but I'm going to say Ferda because that bitch don't need to be so mean to her. And she can have a backbone being the per, the decision maker's niece. You, yeah. you don't want to take advantage of that a lot. Clout. Right. You don't <laughs> want to take advantage of that a lot, lot, but don't let someone fucking bully you when you are able to do something about that. Yeah. So. Saying she's a sub? Yes. And I'm absolutely <laughs> saying that. Lisa, Le- I think Lisa is a switch because she she wants to be dominated but can't ever find someone to dominate her. Yeah, she's yeah, she's a dom at work, which means she's either a switch or a very subby in, in the background. So <laughs> Oh, where'd you get that idea? I don't know. <laughs> I, I saw a movie once. Uh, Marie Fred. Dennis. I. Yeah. I would probably. Well, I want to say fight. <laughs> Be, you know, it's like, you know, she's a nice person. She's not a bad person, but I, after what she did to my boy, Wayne, I could never look at her the same. Mm. And it's like, even when I watch previous seasons, the way that I just, the way that I look at her is like, nope, she, so she fucked up and I can't get over so, it. So, so, if you, so you're going to look at her like I, the I, Hicks. I, I, I would fur her, but I would resent her, yeah. I guess. All right. All right. I can go with that. T. I'm going to say Furda. Okay. Um, probably with the express perfect, the purpose of finding out. Are you, are you trying to get back with Wayne? If you if you genuinely just want to be friends and like try to make your way back into the friend group, I can support you and be your friend and help you in that. But if you're trying to get back with Wayne, just just, just don't. Just stop. Just. Well, see here. So, in my view on it, is she didn't cheat on me, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't intend to date her. So, so there, there, you go therefore, right ahead. Therefore, uh, like y'all know <clears throat> me. 
Y'all know me. Y'all know me. You know what I do for a living. Um, anyway, uh, so next, Jim Dickens. Ferda. Like, I, it was one of my favorite parts of this episode is like seeing somebody in their element. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because. He's kind of an outsider. He comes in every once in a while, but he has a very specific role to yes. play. Right. But here, he's hanging with his homies, yep. and you know they're all yeah, you know, they're getting along, and it's like it's fun to watch old friends get together and give each other shit. Oh yeah, it's fun. Especially like he's so comfortable with these people that he is fully himself with them. Yeah, like he doesn't do that with the Hicks. He's he's usually like, yes, I am an auctioneer, but I am toning it down for you people. But then he's with his auctioneer buddies, and it, all of them are like <laughs> and like nudging <laughs> each other and shit. Man. Mandarin? Who's Mandarin? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, it's silly and ridiculous, and I absolutely am like that with my friends. Mm. <laughs> All right. Um, oh. Well, I mean, maybe not punching the air personally. The but <laughs> I, I do have, I have had friends in the past where finger guns was a pretty regular thing. So... <laughs> Um, but I'm going to say Ferda, even though I usually, you know, don't because mm-hmm. he's been drinking a lot in this episode and therefore I do not believe that, um, consent can be made. If we, if we can set it up front, maybe. <laughs> so, uh, should I take that? Cause I do have them on the, uh, Charlie Cuball Lawless and Derek <laughs> Broadway Olson. Ferda. I, I, I figured you'd have yeah. this Ferda's. Yeah. Dennis, same for you. Ferda. Yeah. They, they seem like cool dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Fitting. 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 <laughs> fitting. Oh, fitting. Oh, fitting. Oh, now. Fitting. Before we tie. Uh, oh, man. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. That's everybody, I think. Did I miss anybody? Rosie? No. Did I? Oh, I did no. miss Rosie. Yeah. I did miss Rosie. Jesus. How did I miss Rosie? <laughs> Thank you. See, see, I, I was trying. It's when you got so many, and I, I, I'm, oh, yeah. I but I got it last and time. This was this was absolutely like um, um almost a whole cast episode. Yeah. So, I mean, not not like the first one. The first one had like twenty people in it. Right. So, uh, so Rosie, where are we with Rosie then? In previous seasons, I look at Rosie. I'm like, you know, she's a pretty girl, but you know, like she didn't really move the needle, but. Sweet Christmas. After that last episode, I was like, God damn. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. Uh, Yeah, I'm with you. I think uh, the moment where she's climbing into Wayne's lap and he starts like, I don't know, giggling or whatever Mm -hmm. happened in that moment in that car. It was like the first time with any partner, even if it was just like a random candid moment of Kiso giggling as, you know, this is happening. But that's what I feel like when I'm with my people, mm. you know, I'm, I am giggly and stupid and it was just really sweet to mm-hmm. see that with Rosie. Cause we never saw it with previous partners or with Rosie in the past either. Yeah. So like, that's part of me when, when I, like when I say Wayne to me feels like he's trying to heal. Yeah. I feel like Rosie is is humoring all of that and willing to like work through this trauma that he's going through and like mm. you know let it let it play out and be supportive and sure. mirror things that make him comfortable McMur. and McMur things. <laughs> so yeah, long long story short, obviously I'm saying Ferda because mm. they are together and yeah. you know unless they invited me in <laughs> uh, well we can assume we can assume that, that let's say that they give consent if they were to give consent, that would be a whole other story with those two. But all right, 
<laughs> Too many Just morals. Asking. Just asking. <laughs> all right. And that, is that everybody? I mean, we can go through all Linda in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's three more. If we got Linda sitting. <laughs> if we got Linda sitting. Fitting. Yeah, I, I, I kind of wonder if how many times they shot that because it, it's got to be weird trying to get into the truck over someone else. And you kind of wonder, you know, did she hit his junk or? I think if he, if his junk had gotten hit, he wouldn't, like, oh. he wouldn't have, yeah, he wouldn't have been able to then continue the motion of moving the car along, which is exactly what, like, she crawled in and they drove off in yeah. one shot. There was no real cut there. But I wonder so, if they had done that a few times. It, it probably, yeah. When he was like, hey, you did it. We finally got it. <laughs> I took I took my balls away. <laughs> I can see that. All right. Uh, anything else? I did. I'm oh, sorry. Right. That, that is everybody, right? That is everybody. Yeah, obviously, um, you know, we should do some kind of like contest if listeners like if we miss one, hmm. like they go, "Hey, you didn't say so and so this time," and you're yeah. like, "You know what? You're right. We didn't. We owe you uh, something." A something? Yeah. All right. I'm good with something. <laughs> uh dennis any final thoughts Hi. before before, hey. before we uh before we button this up i was like anything you know it's good to hang oh know? hell yeah i'm glad to see you guys and i've missed you and you know like i listen weekly but we don't really don't get a, a whole lot of chance to interact yeah. so i was glad to have the opportunity and, yeah uh, i thank you for inviting me oh, on yeah. and, you know it's just like, uh, you know, like the auctioneers and pretty much everybody in the show. It's cool to get together and discuss something that you care about and have points of view on. And I really don't get to do this very often. So I'm grateful for the opportunity. Totally. Yeah, we love having you. So I, I'm I'm sorry it's been so long in between. So because I, I, I mean, it's I mean, when you when you got a show that everybody loves so much, it's, it's like oh, yeah. everybody's like, oh, I want I want to be on. I want to be on. I'm like, right. It's yeah. like when <laughs> when we first started, we were like, hey, we're doing this show. You've never heard of the show. Why don't you watch this episode and we'll have you on and we'll talk about the show that you've never watched before. Or, and then it like really quickly all of a sudden turned into people are listening and watching the show. And, you know, I, yeah. I, uh, I know that part of that was when um, Hulu got the rights to, to right. have it down oh, in the U S but like, even before that, like I'm really excited that the produce stand is like <laughs> cut up. So we're doing the same things basically at the same time now mm-hmm. because we also like get on each other's show and we can talk about this and, and it's, it's awesome. Yeah. Just the whole thing has grown from such a, like you said, like nobody we knew had ever heard of the show. And then we got like 10 people to watch it so we could do a super soft birthday for Dean. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just grew from there. When I hit 50, when I hit 50. Yep, when you got Freddy. 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 Ah, Freddy. Ah, so one, one more one more time, Dennis. Where can we find you? Uh, DG Pop Customs. Um, you can pretty much find me anywhere. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I think I have a TikTok, but there's nothing on there. You know, it's like <laughs> Yeah, I gotta get back on that as well. So right. yeah. All right then. Well, if we are done, I will uh I'll sign us off. How about that? Yeah. All right. Well, th- 
Thanks for joining us again, folks, uh, with uh, this episode. We want to thank Dennis Guggen, our good buddy here, for joining us. Uh, thanks to Awesome for joining us last week. We also want to thank Elon McKnight for allowing us to use his music. Uh, the intro was... Uh, uh, feel, uh, I feel good. Uh, I believe that's what it was. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I feel like rocking is what it was. Uh, and then uh, this song is called Mama Take Me. Uh, you can find uh, Elam pretty much everywhere. He's on the Spotify. Uh, so if you've got Spotify, you can find him. All right. Uh, he's also on the Twitter and uh, I think he's on the YouTube and all the other stuff. So uh, just like us. So uh, anyway, uh, join us again next week as we bring in our good buddy, longtime uh, Chevy Chase uh, advocate, Rene Encarnacion, as he joins us for episode three dick meat and we'll see you next week <laughs>